Hello there, and welcome to Just the Tattoo of Us. My name is Juan. And I am Janie. And today, actually, last episode, we left you guys on a little bit of a cliffhanger because we didn't talk about our next topic. That's because Mm -hmm. we didn't know it ourselves, but we figured it out. Yes. And what actually brought this about was we found an insider article about trends that are going to be coming up in the tattoo industry this year and kind of just coming out of covid Mm -hmm. and they talked to some tattoo artists and we read through it and we thought it was really interesting and we thought we would discuss some of these trends that they talked about and why they might be and you know some of the reasons that they brought up what we think and what our opinions are on some of these things so without further ado let's get into some tattoos So as we mentioned earlier, COVID really influenced a lot of these current trends. Of course, people who love tattoos were locked away for a year, not being able to get tattoos, not knowing if it was safe to get tattoos. And I know I myself, being one of these individuals, am chomping at the bit to get another tattoo. I don't know about you. Yeah, no, I I definitely feel like my plans have changed in regards to tattoos I'm prioritizing because now I want to get a lot more that are like, I feel, make me feel connected to my family before I was getting a lot that just, I thought would look neat. (laughs) So COVID definitely changed that perspective of like prioritizing the tattoos. For sure. And we're going to hear about a a lot about why and how COVID really influenced a lot of these trends uh, that the, these artists are predicting for the next year. The first thing that uh, we looked at, thanks to Insider, thank you, Insider, is size. It's like it's it's one end or the other, but there's no in between anymore. It's either a huge tattoo, like a Uh whole sleeve or a giant chess piece or a tiny, tiny, tiny minimalistic tattoo. I still think I'm going to go about getting a lot of probably medium size tattoos personally because like all of my all the ones I have in concept that I've already thought of are kind of like none of them really go together but they're not like tiny right and I know I feel like the reason this is really happening is people saved up a bunch of money because they weren't getting tattooed during COVID at least those Mm -hmm. who were financially stable enough throughout the pandemic to just write it out and a, there's going to be a lot of symbolism, but also I feel like there's there's already been a trend towards where we've been seeing a lot of micro tattoos and a lot of minimalistic tattoos popping up, and that's kind of become a trend before COVID. Yeah, it does seem like a lot of artists are really pushing how small you can make something with real, like realistic textures and really neat line work, which is hard to pull off. Right. And I know, I feel like for some people who just kind of want to try tattoos, these small tattoos seem to be like very interesting to them. Like they would really Mm want to try it out. The one thing to consider with that is the smaller the tattoo, the better the artist has to be and the more you're going to end up paying for it. I agree. I mean, like I said, those like the smaller you're working in, like the smaller the space, I feel like the more noticeable it is when the line isn't right. And yeah, the eye goes immediately to that like wiggle or that or that blowout, you know, and a blowout on a small area, it's going to spread from one line to another. 
So something Absolutely. to think about. Consider and, these small tattoos. Yeah. And I guess this is, I guess, the predicted end of the medium tattoo. Medium tattoos will always be a thing. It's just right now people are either going for their full sleeve or their full chest or just like a tiny, tiny thing. Yeah. But no in between apparently right now in uh, the tattoo industry. I do feel like I've seen a lot of tattoos that are like, you know, wrist to elbow and it's one cohesive piece or co co. Oh, what is the word I'm looking for? Cohesive piece. Cohesive piece. Yeah, it is one like cohesive piece. Or, you know, whereas in the past, I feel like when my high school friends were getting tattoos at first, it'd be like one tattoo that was maybe their shoulder and then another that was like took up another space. But um, I I like both ideas. Yeah, they kind of pieced it together. There was a, a guy I went to music school that had a bunch of smaller tattoos, like tiny little stickers on him. They were all really well done, and you know, they look great on him. So, I I really wonder how those are gonna hold up, like really long term. Those are always interesting because some of them hold up really well in five, ten years, but what about twenty, thirty? If you get the right artist. Yeah, that is true. I think they they can hold up if you get the right artist, but they can also end up not holding up. But that's, I guess, all tattoos. It's its own art form, I guess, with the with the style. Another big COVID-inspired one, I think, and I think this is where we're really going to see the uh, the emphasis that, or I guess, the extent that COVID really influenced tattooing is that we're kind of moving towards a certain kind of symbolism. And the first thing that apparently is going to be really popular coming up are portraits. And I feel like that's really obvious. Portraits and birth dates. And of course, unfortunately, it's because of the fact that a pandemic will bring about yeah. the loss of loved ones. And portraits and dates are great ways of honoring somebody who has passed on they are also a great way of showing someone who you hold dear how dear you hold them by yeah. putting, for example even if if she's still around your mother's birth date somewhere and just like in little fine line script as we noted the small tattoos or you know going for a slightly bigger portrait uh, for somebody who might have passed on uh, the the tribute portrait i feel is going to become or tattoo artist field are going to become a very significant part of the next year's worth of tattooing. Yeah, I briefly mentioned that I was reprioritizing the tattoos I want to get or the order in which I want to get them. And I have, unfortunately, a couple of memorial tattoos I want to get. Um, and, you know, not just people that I lost during COVID, but people I have lost in the past that I all of a sudden realized that I really want to get. But also family members that are still alive just because... I want to feel, I, I just, I felt so disconnected from the world around me for during this period. And so I'm ready to get, you know, reconnected and re-focus um, on my family. And, and I'm really just thankful that vaccines are out and that we can safely go and visit them now because, yeah, that's just, it's, it's so great to be able to enjoy family's presence now. For sure. And you talked about reconnection with family. One thing that is also driving this new symbolism in tattoos is this reconnection to nature. And that's actually some of the symbolism that is going to be seen a lot in tattooing, according to these tattoo artists, is nature symbolism. Because we saw a lot of early in COVID when we saw a bunch of birds coming out, we noticed all of the birds coming out. 
And we thought, you know, it was like nature healing itself because humans were, were around for so long and all of a sudden they weren't. That was one, I think, positive thing that I like to hold on to with what in regards to the past year and a half is for that little bit, it did seem like nature had a chance to heal a little bit. Right. And in the same way, we were kind of isolated from nature for a while because everybody had to lock themselves down and and try to stay indoors and not spread the virus. Nature offered our first kind of relief from all of that because the Mm -hmm. first things that people started opening up and the first things (laughs) that we were able to enjoy were outdoor natural areas like the hiking area that we have nearby or you know, just going on a walk outside, like when it snowed and we went oh, was... on a walk. Yeah. That was... I know we've both gone into hiking a lot. So. Yeah. Was... So that nice. nature symbolism is going to be a, a big sort of thing coming out of COVID where people are going to be really appreciative of all of the nature around. Yeah. One of the few positives, I think. One of the things that COVID has affected, but probably not to the same degree as the symbolism side of things is the visibility of the placement of some of the tattoos that are coming up according to these artists. And I can totally see that. I feel like the first thing that comes to mind is the remote work revolution that was accelerated Mm -hmm. by COVID. Since so many more people are gonna be able to do all of their jobs from home and there's not gonna be this sort of social stigma around Uh tattoos in the workplace, which I know can exist in many places, then people are gonna feel more comfortable getting tattoos beyond just like their shirt area. I do feel like that trend has been becoming more present even before COVID hit. I, I think that a lot of companies are becoming more accepting of people having more tattoos because I think it's something that's becoming apparent is tattoos aren't necessarily a sign of being professional or not. It's your professionalism that makes you professional or not. So hopefully that's um, something that's becoming more and more accepting. And it's just that it's the acceptance side of things is tattoos are becoming more accepted in a mainstream sense, I guess. So it's becoming more and more common to see successful everyday people with body art as opposed to before where people were kind of judging off of those appearances and the snap judgment of heavily tattooed people was that they were alternative degenerates of society which was never the case and is finally becoming sort of the the truth that that it was never the case and like you said your professionalism defines your professionalism not your image yeah, one place that I'm a little a little sad to see becoming less of a less of a uh, popular place and is the tramp stamp. <laughs> the death of the tramp stamp. That one is. Wow, I think. Wow. I mean, it's personally. I think it's a cute or a attractive body part to get tattooed. I think that the certain style that people were getting tattooed on that body part was sometimes, in my opinion, a bit. I mean, I wouldn't get it, in my opinion. <laughs> so very diplomatic. Yes, <laughs> I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, and also, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't want know what anybody, what reason they might have gotten a certain tattoo, and I think the meaning is always the important thing. But 
I think people could be putting some pretty cool pieces of art in that in that spot. For sure. And you know it's it's crazy because they talked about how chess pieces are becoming a thing again even though they're a less visible body part. And that's why I got my chest tattooed right at the right from the start was it wasn't super visible so I could hide it from anybody that I needed to hide it from. But it's also a nice big place to get a bigger piece and the, Yeah, good tattoo real estate. The presence of a bigger piece, especially I think for guys where it's more accepted for them to take off their shirts and show their whole chest, they can get really cool art to really display it and it frames their shape nicely. I think I I think females rock that look just as much, but I think like you do see a lot more guys with chest pieces but also man that's a brutal spot to get tattooed <laughs> i know it it was my first it shouldn't have been my first there were many mistakes made but here i am still tattooing getting tattooed i'm not tattooing i'm not a tattooer you mentioned <laughs> that you didn't you wouldn't want to get that place tattooed as you mentioned earlier but that also goes for some places that are getting tattooed more and more, such as the hands. Hand tattoos scare me. I don't think I'd ever get so, hand oh. tattoos beyond our engagement rings. I guess it would kind of That's depend on how the engagement ring went. If that didn't, if that wasn't as painful as I was expecting it to be, then I might consider it. But I'm expecting it to be not the most pleasant experience. I guess. I totally understand. <laughs> Yeah, and for you, just... it is worth it, my love, but oh, it, it would have to be something pretty meaningful to get. <laughs> for sure. But one thing that I am glad to see coming into the forefront, I guess, of tattooing is sleeves. I feel like it's giving a lot of artists way more freedom to showcase the full extent of all, everything they can do. And they're given so much more artistic freedom when it comes to these giant pieces and I'm so here for it. I have wanted at least one fully tattooed arm or like two half sleeves just kind of going back and forth since I can remember, like since I was like nine, ten or something. And yeah. Tattoos were. It's it's so gorgeous when they turn. It's essentially I feel like turning your arm into it or your body into a literal like a canvas. And just the things these artists are doing on these larger pieces of body <laughs> it's just remarkable to me it's so crazy and so beautiful so sure so some of the uh the trends that they are noticing are trends that have been trending for forever now and they talked about traditional styles which of course will never go out of style i'm thinking american traditional mm -hmm. japanese traditional but also tribal is still a thing and it's still very popular. It, let's, I mean, talking about just traditional, it's never going to go out of style. And as long as we are walking this earth, we are going to be getting traditional tattoos on us just because oh, yeah. that is the, that's what a tattoo. I mean, when you think about a tattoo, when you look at the character creation on a video game that has tattoos, it's all American traditional. Or when you think about like what a, like a generic or a stereotypical tattoo is, you're thinking of something like, I don't know, American traditional rose, uh, American traditional mm -hmm. skull, uh, American traditional dagger, a clipper ship, I, uh, an anchor. I, American traditional is my favorite style and I already have 
an American, well, it's more, I guess, neo-traditional, but a neo-traditional rose on my um, shoulder. And honestly, every time I picture myself getting a tattoo, it's either like neo-American traditional or American traditional. And it's just, I like thinking that I'm paying homage to a tradition here in America that makes me feel just a little bit connected to history or to time. And of course, tattooing goes back even farther than that. If, I mean, Japanese has been around for centuries. Um, but, and of course, that's where, you know, a lot of tattoos get their start. And when you think about it, even, I mean, nowadays you're getting more and more artists that are specializing right from the start. Like they'll go and apprentice at a black and gray tattoo artist shop and then just specialize in black and gray and not really do anything else because they were able to attain a certain level through their apprenticeship and through their first areas of work to where they just didn't have to and people started coming to them for their art which was black and gray but when you really think about most apprenticeships and most tattoo artists they're taught the basics through traditional styles because that's where all of the other artists learned their basics traditional styles has everything that you need clean bold line work uh effective use of a limited color palette which breeds creativity and you know, we were looking a little bit at the uh, the history of tattooing, and with everything, it's just building on something that came before, because when artists started using more pigments, it changed the traditional color palette of, it was like blue, red, green, brown, and yellow, or something like that. Yeah. And, you know, you started getting more vibrant and cooler colors, and it just built on it, and that's where we have, like, neo-traditional and a whole bunch of other styles stemming out of it, but... Yeah. It all comes from that genesis point, and that genesis point is traditional styles of American Japanese traditional. Which is, and, wait, sorry, which is where I feel like '90s tribal went wrong. <laughs> but I feel like tribal tattoos have done, and I mean, I honestly, I, but I, I'm not a historian, and I don't, I'm not very familiar with the tradition of tribal tattoos. But it looks like they're trying to stay more true to the tribal tradition. And I don't know, I think as long as you're doing your research and the artist knows what, you know, isn't being offensive towards anybody and actually knows what they're doing with these tribal traditional tattoos, you know, with everything, it's just about respect, I think. Yeah. Respect what you're doing. And I think that's kind of uh, becoming way more of a focus in the industry. Just looking back to, when tribal was a trend in the 90s. Of course, it's always been a trendy tattoo or it's always been a a popular tattoo to get. But when it was really popping off as a trend in the 90s, everybody was getting like tribal armbands and stuff. I can't say that about every artist, but I'm sure there were plenty of people getting tattooed and plenty of people doing the tattoos that had no idea really what they were doing. They were just copying what everybody else was doing and coming out with the same tribal Mm -hmm. tattoos that didn't really have a good foothold in what the tribal tradition really was. But now what we're seeing is people are understanding, it kind of comes from the the global connectedness of the internet and the fact that we're being more aware of what cultural appropriation really is and how you can honor cultures and be respectful of cultures without crossing over to being offensive. And that's kind of where that respect has kind of been brought in, where these artists are doing a whole lot more research 
and looking into what these tribal traditions are. And if they put in their own style or their own flair, they build on what the tradition is without being offensive. And I feel like just anything traditional that you've seen coming in, out in the past 10 years has just progressively gotten cooler and cooler and better and better. And it really makes me want to honor some of my roots in in the Andes Mountains coming from Colombia, uh, honoring some of the, the tribes in Colombia and honoring some of the people that were originally there. Because, I mean, you take one look at me and you realize I'm not too terribly far off from them. <laughs> I've got their skin, I've got their hair, I've got, you know, some some Spanish in me, but I'm sure a lot of it will also be coming from from those people. I I did the 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 DNA thing and I got mostly from Peru, which for a Colombian just tells me I was there's some Andes tribe in me somewhere, so it's time to find it. Yeah. I, for, I again, I don't know any of the um like the rules or the history behind tribal tattoos, but it does seem like artists are becoming more aware of going with the flow of somebody's body instead of just slapping on some line work and calling it a tribal day, you know? So I appreciate that at least. For sure. Um, something that we found really interesting was some things that are no longer trending or they're seeing less and less of mainly with regards to styles, as we mentioned, they're seeing less and less cartoony styles. I guess, I mean, New School has diversified beyond just a bunch of bug-eyed, big-headed, bright-colored cartoon characters, but we're seeing less and less of those, and people are favoring more traditional imagery and more traditional forms of tattooing. Interesting. Um... I mean, I know for me, I I feel like my tattoos have taken on just a much more serious tone over the past year. And I love new school. It's just with the tattoos I have in mind, it just doesn't really, unfortunately, fit, I think, the um, feeling I'm trying to portray, you know, of, of keeping this memory and, yeah, none of the people or times I have kind of would, I think, fit that style. Um I could be wrong and I would be more than interested to have somebody try to change my mind um, if someone would want to try. But um, Josh does new school in town. Maybe we could talk to him. Yeah, maybe. See see what he would want to do for some of these tattoos I have in mind. I just, they all seem more somber. <laughs> and I mean, they're trying, I mean, a lot of memorial tattoos um, that I have yeah. in mind. You, you don't I want... Just... <laughs> you don't want a, a, a dearly departed lost one or loved one with giant eyes and big buck teeth when they didn't have them. Or, I mean, I, if if they, they I mean it, would, it would make sense maybe if they were into like that style too, but no, yeah, <laughs> not no. in my case. Definitely in my, my case, case. <laughs> it doesn't work. For sure. The other thing that we're seeing less and less of is money symbolism and tattoos that have something to do with wealth and they talked about how that a lot of that has to do with the lockdown and covid making people realize that money only goes so far and we really kind of take it for granted because so many people were so i guess they didn't realize how important or how necessary money was because they were comfortable enough until this rocked their world and all of a sudden they had to 
really fight for it and really fight for, you know, making ends meet. And that kind of showed people that even if you have money, you're not going to be happy if you're, if you're locked away and alone, or Mm. if you don't have money and you have good company, then, you know, that's going to keep you much more mentally healthy and in the game than just sitting in an apartment alone or in a house alone with all of your money. Yeah. All of your money doesn't buy happiness. Maybe. Maybe a little bit, but (laughs) not enough to get it tattooed. Everything costs money, so it buys opportunities to be happy, at the very least. That's true. Something we noticed, uh, a few trends that we notice are coming in. I feel like I've been seeing blackout tattoos (laughs) and negative space slash like white ink tattoos a lot more lately. I think... I agree. I think I have seen more white ink tattoos and when done right, they look very, they look beautiful. I think when done right, but when done wrong, they kind of look just like a scar gone wrong. And I think they, to me, they kind of do always look a little bit like a scar and not so much like a tattoo, but I think that's a cool look, a little bit easier to digest, I guess, scarification process. Yeah, the trick, I think, especially with those blackout tattoos, is placement and how it complements the body. And especially, especially with those full blackout arms or full blackout sleeves is application is absolutely everything. You can't leave it patchy at all. Otherwise, it's going to it's going to stick out like a sore thumb. Everything yes. needs to be packed in as evenly as possible. And that can be so hard on a piece that's huge. Yeah. Whole oh, arm. Man. And it's done, I'm sure, layers. I can't imagine sitting for something like that. Oh, man, that's a lot of... I think that and watercolor is deceptively painful because it's thin layers being built up on top of each other. So hmm. one that style. Shader. Yeah, one style that we're seeing a lot of as well that that we've both talked about that we're not really into ourselves, but we also kind of see the, to some degree, the appeal of is the tattoos that are like purposefully drawn poorly for the effect. Yeah, it almost like some of them, some of them look like you might have gotten it from a like your child drew it, but it was an adult. Um, and then some of them look a little bit more creative, but I mean, I don't know. I think it's cute when you actually do have your kids drawing. I think that's such a sweet little sentiment to have. And then if they stay in the arts, then you can look at and show them and they can look at all the progress they've made since then. And it also, I feel like, is very supportive to believe in your kids so much to get a permanent work at the beginning of their time drawing. But um, yeah, to get, I, I, I wouldn't want to donate a part of my body canvas to to that specific style personally right and i mean ultimately for everybody it's just a matter of expression right if that's what makes you a more complete version of you i mean by all means go for it stick yourself up with just child drawings i mean if that's your thing go for it but i definitely think just personally from my perspective looking ahead at what's coming with tattoos I see blackout styles and negative space styles and white ink styles having much more 
lasting power and longevity mm-hmm. as people find new ways and technologies of packing ink in and, and playing with contrast. Uh-huh. I think it's going to just continue to evolve and just continue to be there. Whereas I feel like the the purposefully poorly drawn tattoos are going to be more of a fad. I think yeah. I'd, I'd give it like 10 years tops and it's going to end up fading out like the, uh, the barbed wire armbands or, you know, the tribal <laughs> armbands. I just, or the, as we know, the tramp stamp, which is disappearing steadily yeah. uh, after its explosion in the early the, 2000s and the 90s. So I, you know yeah, what, I give it like 10 years. You know what style I'm, I'm curious to see how they hold up in like 20 years? Those, I feel like it's a mixture of people that are in the fine arts that want to tattoo and they don't want to do a black outline. It's almost like they're painting something like, I mean, they look really realistic, but then I wonder how those edges are going to hold up if that's not, if the color isn't put in well. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, if the color, it's just like, if the color isn't put in well, the design isn't going to last regardless. I mean, it that's true. But, but you know, that is know. kind of the, like... the limiting factor is how well the colors put in is going to determine the longevity of the tattoo. And the argument I hear for not using the black outline is, well, in art, you don't put a black outline on realistic things that automatically makes it 2D. But it's not paper, it's skin. <laughs> so <laughs> I always hope hope that those heal and hold up and long term because i feel like that black outline even if the color then starts fading as long as it has a solid black outline you'll be able to tell what that is so right and that... ultimately it, it's definitely influenced by the fact that tattoo technology has made tattoo applications so much easier and more effective with before you used to kind of have to fight the skin a little bit more to get it in there whereas nowadays it's become a whole lot more e- easy and accessible for people to get these really advanced machines that can handle applying those deep layers of color and really saturating a lot of those colors so the more we go into it i feel like the the best applications are gonna are gonna start lasting until eventually we might not need an outline because you know our tattooing technology and our our artist skills have exceeded the need for that black outline to where it can be a limited thing to just traditional styles that are supposed to be a little bit more flat in 2D or something that is specifically stylized to look like a tattoo, which is a step away from realism, I guess. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. So I guess we'll only time will tell. Mm-hmm. As everything with all of these styles that we're seeing, and you know, ultimately we gave some of our opinions about some things, so don't at me if you have a, a specifically drawn tattoo that you really love and that i kind of dissed i didn't mean to diss you but yeah it's (laughs) it will be a matter of time before we see i mean eventually we might see more medium tattoos come up and people piecemealing their their bodies and their art together the way we used to see in like sailors and stuff where you know a bunch of older people are going to be walking around with their big giant sleeves and you know we'll see but um i'm as excited with for a bunch yeah. of old people with a lot of tattoos me too but as with everything uh, it's only a matter of time so it's only a matter of time before we're going to come out with another episode of this because this is the end of this <laughs> one so join us next week where we will talk about video games and 
how they can improve their inclusion of bodily inked individuals. Nice. See you guys next week.